What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 27 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I'm joined today by my co-host, Zach Rolf, and a special guest that I mentioned on Twitter. That would be Jimmy Overheiser of Reinhardt University. He's the assistant coach there. How's things going today, guys? Not too bad. going good. First day of our, I guess, second day of our postseason training starting, so good start to it. Now, is the uh, that national champ you had, is he returning or? It's up in the air. Um, he's a senior, so in a normal year, this would have been his last year of eligibility. He has the extra year to use if he would like, um, you know, and he's just kind of figuring out life like any other 22-year-old would be. How are things going with you, Zach? Not too bad, man. Started a new job on Monday, and my first day getting my hands wet today. Um, today's been busy. Busy, busy. Kids had things. I worked. I'm excited to talk about wrestling, and I'm really excited that we actually have an NCAA tournament. I don't know how many times I've said that this year already, but do you guys know the NCAAs is on Thursday? Yeah, I am pumped. So, uh, like, the, the nostalgic, like, feeling of seeing the pictures and the mats being down in Enterprise Arena now, I believe it's called. But, uh, you know, I've, I've gone to St. Louis, St. Louis twice to watch NCAAs, I think 2012. 2012 and then 2017 maybe six yeah 17 and uh you know they're great times both times so like just seeing all these pictures of the, the guys walking downtown checking out the arch um it's pretty awesome yeah i've never been to st louis um i've been to iowa i've been to um cleveland and i've been to pittsburgh so I, i'd like to go see st louis it's obviously a lot of good sites i saw micah post a picture of the arch and that was pretty cool to see yeah, I went to uh, so back in 2017 there was a um, there's a snow there's a blizzard state of emergency um, you know in New York there was no travel um, I was there was no travel on the interstate anyway so 90 so I, my dad my brother um, Joel Bear Carter Bear and myself piled into and uh, and uh, Carter Bear's uncle. Um, we all piled into his their suburban or Tahoe or whatever it was, and uh, we drove out to St. Louis. And it's a 15-hour car ride, and and uh, I think it took us like 19 hours. We did not make it over 45 miles an hour on the on the throughway on 90. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was rough. We were the only car from you know Governor New York to uh, you know Clarence, and pretty much till we got to the border in PA. So uh, yeah, it was brutal, but we made it to St. Louis and we had a good time. So uh, let's get started. Let's get right into 125. Yeah, let's do it. Break down the NCAA tournament. Uh, I mean, here's what we're gonna do. Right, we're gonna go through, pick our semifinalists. Um, any any mention, any crazy upsets we may have picked to get to that point, and then uh, make our official picks. We made a bunch of like unofficial ones last week. Just kind of reaching out or you know feeling out the brackets during our reaction, but now it's gonna be official. So. Why don't you start us off, Dylan? All right. My semifinalist at 125. I've got Spencer Lee of Iowa. Go figure. I've got Brody Teske of UNI. I've got Jay Camacho of NC State. And I got Sam Latona of Virginia Tech. Dude, so, I mirror that. What's that? I mirror that. That's exactly what I got. No kidding. What about you, Jimmy? And I've got one difference. I'm taking Hildebrandt over Teske. Okay. No, that's top that's, game in March. Yeah, Tessie's got a good top game though. He's had a really good season on top this year. 
I'm just saying. Yeah. Hildebrand, a lot of a lot of central guys are on another level this year. A lot of good records yeah. coming out of central. You're right. It's that Mac conference though. So uh, who do you got in the finals? We're we're probably I'm I'm going with Lee and Camacho. That's what I got. Lee Camacho. I'm also a script from Yep. I took Lee Camacho. I, I gave Camacho the dub over Latona this time. I, like I gave Camacho the dub every time. You know, I've been wrong every time, but you know, hopefully I get this one right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you. I'm uh you know, obviously I'm going with Lee in the finals, but I really like Camacho's chance chances at beating Latona this time. Obviously he's gotta have he's gonna have to go against, you know, in a tough path, right? Gage Curry of America is not very bad. Uh, he's probably going to have Ragason. He's going to have Brandon Courtney. And then uh, Latone in the semis. That's not an easy path, but I think he gets the job done and makes the finals. Fun fact, give me Jarrett Lane over Brandon, long? Brandon Courtney. I said give me Jarrett Lane over Brandon Courtney. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible. He killed He He's had a good yeah, year. Yeah, you know, I didn't. Yeah, somebody's a little biased. I didn't have Lane getting I took Cornet there. That's odd. Ask me, ask me if I'm surprised, Mr. Cornell grad. Um, I know, I know, yeah. Dylan didn't didn't get a chance to do his his All American picks, but I know me and Jimmy did. I'm gonna run through mine real quick. Yeah. I got Lee Camacho, Latona Heinzelman, Ragason. Teske takes a semi slide all the way down to sixth place. Taylor Lamont, and then Robbie Howard. Yeah, I got Howard in mind too. I'm going Lee Camacho, Latona, Hildebrandt. Um, then I'm going Courtney in at fifth, Teske also all the way down at sixth, Howard seven, Schroeder eight. Um, really, the only weird thing on the backside is I got Fabian Gutierrez making it to the blood round. Socon with some tough 25s this year. Yeah, I had to. I, had to, I gotta give a shout shout out to Micah. I got him. In the, I got him in the blood round. Yeah, I got. I got him. With, I got him beating. Uh... I got him beating Barnett, and I got him beating uh, Liam Cronin. And then I have him losing to Heinzelman in the blood round. Okay. Yeah, uh, so as Zach mentioned, I didn't fill out my brackets in the Russell back yet. Um, I'll be working for the next two days, so it gives me something to do at work, and I'll have him done before Thursday. So uh, it, it'll give me something to do, I guess, and look forward to in the next few days leading up to the Nationals. So, yeah. All right, moving up to 133. How about Jimmy? Pick, kick, kick us off with your semifinalists. Semis, all right. We got Fix at the top. DeSanchez wrestling him. Myers and RBY. So we're going chalk at 33. The only difference I got, I got Philippi over DeSanto in the quarters. I do too. And I'm kind of upset because I'm wearing Iowa gear. I'm an Iowa fan, but uh, I just – I don't see DeSanto getting past Philippi. Um, I don't either. And I, I contemplated picking Zach right in to beat him, to be honest. But the reason I didn't, um, and I'm not surprised if it happens, but the reason I didn't take it is because it's Zach's first trip to Nationals. You know, we've seen we've seen what can happen to those true freshmen at the National Tournament. Um, I just, I didn't think, I hope it happens. I hope Redding wins that match, but... Um, I just wasn't ready to pick that just yet. So uh, in the finals, I have Fix um, and RBY. So I have Fix beating Philippi, and I've got RBY beating Myers. You know, some people are kind of high on Myers, and they're picking Myers to beat RBY in that semi. I have seen that. I have seen that. Um, I did not do that. No, yeah. But 
I've seen a lot of people really high on I'm actually one of those people who's high on Myers. I have him coming all the way back for third. But um, I, I don't see him beating RBY. Yeah, I don't either. What you got in the finals? Yeah, I, I'm picking RBY. Yeah. You ready for this? Give me RBY over Dayton Fix. <sighs> Mike drop or pen drop? Mike drop. RBY is beating Dayton Fix Saturday night. All right. Well, I'm picking Fix. So Fix stays in a pretty uh, solid position. And I, I don't think RBY, I mean, RBY has got the potential to get to his legs and get his offense going on Fix. But I just, I don't see it happening. See, I think, I think all the memes get to Fix. I think, I think Pat Minio makes enough memes that it gets into Fix's head and RBY takes him out. Oh, wait, you got RBY too? I said that before oh. you tried your whole mic drop thing. So it's going to make it really anticlimactic. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. We got to get you a better mic there, Jimmy. All right. Yeah, oh. Chromebook. I got it for 24 bucks. <laughs> Run through the uh, AAs real quick. I got RBY, Dayton Fix. Uh, as I said, I got Myers coming back for third. I got Lucas Bird taking fourth. DeSanto taking fifth. I got Bird taking out DeSanto in the Concy semis. I got Nikki Phillippe at sixth, um, Michael McGee at seventh, and Malik Hines from Lehigh at eighth. All right. Yeah, we are different lower in there. I'm going <laughs> RBY fix, DeSanto Myers, Phillippe at six. I'm taking Trombley. Um, I, I, but also, I, definitely my brackets. I have Concy of eight round one um, with – Trombley and Redding, and I definitely see how Redding could take it out, take him out, and also have that path to All-American. Um, but then I'm going Cannon, Schmidt, with Blood Round, Boudreiden, Bird, Mario Guillen kind of making his way in there from the 22, and Louis Hayes. So I got, I also have that Redding Trombley uh, round of 8 2 match in there, um, but I got Redding beating Trombley there and then losing to Bird in the, in the Blood Round there. 141, Dylan, start us off. What you got in the semis, man? Well, going with Ironman, um, I believe Ironman's going to wrestle Tariq Wilson in the semis up top, and then down low it's going to be that awesome rematch we're looking forward to, Sebastian Rivera versus Nick Lee. Dude, I can't wait. So I, I, I've got to go in chalk, so. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Well, I got to go in chalk to the semis, but I actually got Real Woods taking out Willits and Demas to make okay. the quarter. Yeah, I've got him uh, beating Willis this time, but I've got Demas in the quarters. Um, but, yeah, so Ironman, you know, I, I believe he gets past Red again. Obviously, we thought that was a crappy seed for Red. Um, but Ironman up top. Well, Tariq Wilson in, in March, obviously, is a dangerous dude. And uh, same with Chad Red. But uh, I think Ironman gets past both of those guys to make the finals. Then, you know, down low, I've got Trebus over Hart in that um, – Round of, second round, you do too. And then uh, I've got Rivera beating Trevis to uh, advance at the semis. Yeah. And then I got – I actually also have Sherman beating Parker in that 1-16 to 16 as well. Okay. Yeah, I've got that in there too. But, yeah, I've, I've got chalk semis, Jaden, Tyreek, Seabass versus Lee. Um, but I'm going a little plot twist, Tyreek over Jaden. And I have absolutely no rationale for it besides weird things happen on Friday night. Um, yeah, I wanted it so bad. I wanted so it so bad. Here's my, here's my yeah. thing. You know, I, get, I can't. I got I got an exactly same match that we saw with Seth Gross and Tariq Wilson in Cleveland. 
Yeah, I was I was there for that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That that's what I have happening. I have Wilson kind of taking him down and scoring points, but Jaden just got that mat factor. And OT takedown. An Diamond. Yeah. I mean, if Armin needs to get to his offense, we've seen him take down uh, Kinch's Vili, right? Um, so A double leg. Right? So he did that twice. So if he gets gets to uh, Wilson's legs, and then obviously if he gets on top, you know, that's where he's has success. So I've got Armin in the finals versus Sebastian Rivera. I'm going Tyreek with Lee, and I'm giving Lee the dub. I got Jaden Seabass with Seabass catching his national title. Well, I've got Armin over Seabass in the final, so I guess we're all all three of us are different. That makes me happy, though, because that means yeah. one of us are going to be right, and not all of us are going to be wrong. Yeah, not unless, you know, Wilson uh, gets the dub, and then he you know proves us all wrong. I mean, that could be possible. And that's the one we got to put him on. Yeah. Yeah. What are your uh, All-Americans out of that weight? Uh, go ahead, Jimmy. What you got first? All right. So I'm taking Lee over take. I already said that. Jaden comes back for third. Seabass coming in at fourth. Uh, Chad Red performs in March. He's coming in at five. Hart wrestling the seed, taking six. Uh, Demas in at seven. And basically, that's a trend I use throughout all my brackets is the boys with no team next year all show out in their last – Last showing in that singlet. So I got DJ Loren in that, uh, taking eighth. And blood round, I'm going um, Central Michigan, Zach Sherman, Corey Tribus, and Ian Parker. So I went, so obviously I went Seabass, Jaden, Nick Lee three, Tyreek four, same thing, Chad Red five. Uh, I got Demas at six. I got Real Woods at seven. And I got Cody Tribus at eight. I just think that three weeks for Real you know, makes a difference for him because obviously it's pretty well known. He kind of walked off the study hall and walked into conferences, right? So three weeks of training. I mean, yeah, is it a lot? No, but I think it's enough to get him a little bit to beat these lower-level guys. I mean, the guy before last week had one loss on his career, the Luke Pletcher in overtime. I mean, he's good, and I think he's, he's going to get on the podium. Fair enough. Right. Moving up to 149 pounds, uh, I've got Sammy Sasso in the semis versus Max Miram. Uh, you know that's a 12 seed. I've got the highest. That, I guess that's the uh, the worst seed making to the semi so far. And then down low, I've got Brock Mahler versus Austin O'Connor. Um, yeah. So go ahead and tell us what you got, and then I'll I'll explain myself. Go ahead, Jimbo. All right. So I went. I got two different here. Uh, course i went sammy up top i got ridge lovett making the semis against him brace andonian i just want him to stay in the bracket as long oh, as possible man is fun to watch versus the good aoc down low yeah yeah i i got sasso i got love it i i really contemplated taking andonian over muller um the reason i didn't is i think muller is the better wrestler and Andonian's going to have to rely on something big, even if he does get something big. You know, like, as we saw in the ACC finals, the, the big move didn't win the match. So I went with Mahler against AOC. And uh, the only the only fun stuff I got going on is uh, I got Yaya Thomas making the quarters out of the 25 spot and Mike Van Brill out of the 10 making the quarters against a AOC. 
Yeah, I've got Van Brill in the quarters as well. I've got him beating Milner of App State. Um, but my my reasoning for Iowa or Bermuren is not only because I'm an Iowa fan. Um, you know, love it. I think if he doesn't get thrown to his back and give up six points, that's going to help him. Um, that that's a different match. Yes, he lost to Van Brill after that, but I think if he you know wrestles smarter, I guess maybe whatever. I guess that doesn't make sense, but I think he gets why to love it, and then. I had a hard time picking him over Llewellyn, but uh, Boo's lost. I think he's like 0-3, 0-4 against Iowa guys, right? He's lost to Sorensen. He's lost to Lugo. Um, you know, I just I just felt like picking Muren over that. And then, of course, Muren's not smart enough to stay in Sasso's wheelhouse. So, uh, I've got Sasso in the finals. Beat the head outside shot again. Yeah, right. And then down low, I've got actually got Brock Mahler over AOC, making it to the finals. Yeah, I also took Muller over AOC there. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got Sasso. Sasso taking the championship with Same. my scarlet colored glasses. Aha, there you go. <laughs> I stayed with the seeds of sunrise. Sasso in the finals versus AOC, but I had AOC taking it. I knew you were gonna do I that. mean after watching his after watching his first match with uh Andonian, hard hard to root against that and also they get their first champ since Rob Cole. Oh wow. There you go. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's big. So obviously I would like to see that, but, uh, you know, Missouri guys, they always perform well. It seems like they always perform well. You know, they're in St. Louis. Um, they're, they're in their backyard. Uh, right. A few years ago, who was it? Le'Veon Bell was in the finals and, uh, there was another guy they had in the finals. Le'Veon Bell? No. Running back for the Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> I don't even watch football, so I don't know how I would know his name. But uh, there was come on, Levon Mays. Levon Mays. But there was another uh, Missouri guy in the finals. Levon Mays. It, it was years ago. Um, Not Cox, but yeah. But anyways, uh, they they've got like random guys that make the finals, and uh, obviously they're good. But you know, I just think this is going to be another Missouri guy that makes the finals. Yeah, not Le'Veon Bell either. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know. I mean, it would have been impressive. I mean, if Le'Veon Bell made the NCAA finals in wrestling, you know, I'm not gonna doubt him. You know, talk about athlete of the century, right? That's quite the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But my that... lasting memory of Levon Mays, I think it was against Buffalo, where he started just throwing uppercuts into his ribs. <laughs> that is forever my memory of Levon. <laughs> Backside, I have. We got AOC at three, Ridge Lovett at four, um, Blue Allen at five. I got a Cinderella story. By that I mean first round and Rock come all the way back to sixth place. Cannon store. Yaya Thomas slides the seven. And I got PJ Ogunsanya at the eight. PJ is PJ is good. I've got him blood rounding. I also have a Cinderella story coming back to six. Oh. I went AOC Sasso, love it, and Donian at four, Mahler at five. I've got Abbas losing to Yaya and wrestling back to sixth. Um, another Pac-12 boy, Lamer in at nine, and then Milner in at eight. I think the SoCon boys, so two conferences that wrestled the most are the SoCon and the MAC, and I think they're going to get rewarded for how much they wrestled this season. And that's That's a good way to look at it. I also I have Abbas losing in the blood round, so like we both got those guys coming back to somewhere. Um, yeah. I have him losing to Lou Allen. My blood rounders are Boo and Okasanya. Do you, do you have Boo losing to Abbas or Boo losing to Abbas? Uh, so front side, where is it? I switched over fifty-seven already. 
front side I've gotten gotten loose and love it. And then what he drops three fifty four. Yes to Abbas in the blood round. Yeah, so that's what I got too. But I got Lou Allen win that one. All right, moving oh. up to fifty. Oh, what do you got? Joey Lavalley was the guy I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they also had uh, Drake Holdershell. Um, he was yep. a national champ of forty nine. Yep. Joey Lavalley was that the Palacio year? Yes. Yeah, that that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, Palacio's year. Okay. All right, moving up to one fifty seven. Starting at the semis, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you one of you guys take this one first because I got a fun semi. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. I've got nothing fun. Uh, chalk. I'm taking one D four, two V three. Deacon, uh, Delavecchia, Carr, Hydley. And I am going with Deacon versus Young, and then Carr versus Hydley. And I think really whoever wins Young versus Brady Berge is going to make the fun, uh, make the semis against Deacon. Yeah, give me Berge. Okay. Give me Berge. So that that's the one thing I got different. I think we all got the top three here. I think it's pretty. Pretty straightforward there, but yeah. uh, I got Brady Berge, Deacon. Um, it's just those Penn State guys, they they wrestle better at Nationals every year. Every one of them, they always compete better. I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's Kale's secret sauce. I don't know. I don't get it, but he's going to figure it out. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen enough of our New York guy, Jesse Delavecchia, um, of Ryder. Right? He's 7-0, but I just haven't seen enough of him this year. And even, I mean, last year, too, I mean, he was uh, the fourth-ranked guy coming into the this season. And uh, I just don't know if he's ready to prove himself yet. Maybe in the backside he will. But uh, to make the semis, I just don't have – I don't see him. I've, I've seen him making the quarters, but I just feel he's going to lose in that quarters – or in that – yeah, that quarterfinal match. He starts every match up 1-0. You will not take bottom on him. That's so true. He's so good on yeah. top. He's so good on top. It's, it's a big advantage to have. He's up every single match, 1-0. I love it. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be happy if I see him in the semis. Obviously. Absolutely. Right, right. Don't get me wrong. I don't want Penn State to do well. I don't at all. But it happens. It just happens, right? Yeah. Um, Do you guys know the top four seeds are all the same exact as last year? I heard that. Yeah, I, I heard that somewhere this morning. But uh, So it's the NCAAs that wasn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, finals, I got, I got Deacon Hydley, and I got Hydley. Same. I, I feel Hydley's uh, – he needs to get that win back that he had that he didn't have against Nolf, um two years ago, whatever it was. I just feel like this is his year to get it done. And I'll third you guys on that. I'm going Hydley over Deacon. Damn it. That means it's not going to happen. Raise the roof, man. Let's go. I love it, but dang it. Um the thing is, I just think if it's the front side of the bracket, Hydley's wrestling his his balls off. You know what I mean? Right. He he, he fell last year in the, or two years ago in the first place match um, to Pantelio. Yeah. But I mean, he won that match in the front side. Obviously, he gave Nolf everything he can handle and then some, right? Um, front side of the bracket, it's just it's Hydley. Mm-hmm. Um, third. Third through eighth. Go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, third, I'm going to call Brayton Lee in at uh, number four. His gas tank is unreal. He's going to gas some guys out. Young wrestles to a seat at five. Delavecchia six. Um, so that's a flipped result from the front side. Kendall Coleman in at seven. And Brady Berge slides in at eight. Blood round, I'm going 
McCoy, who I had dropped early, but Russell's his way back. Will Luan and Jake Hughes and Raquel Vandermeer. So I, I also I went Car three. I went Young four, um, Delvecchia five, Bergy six, uh, Brayton Lee seven, and Corey Teamer eight. Um, I got him sneaking in there. My blood round losers. I got Chase Aldate. Um, I got him losing first round. Yes, I have him for losing first round, losing the blood round. I also have uh, McCoy losing first round and coming back losing the blood round. Then I got Jack Hughes and Casey Stampede losing in the blood round as well. You have uh, Saldate losing to DeVos of South Dakota State. DeVos? Or... Oh, I lied. I have, I have Saldate winning the first round, losing to Hydley. Okay. Coming down to the blood round. All right. Moving up to 165 pounds. Um, yeah, I'm not going first because I've got some fun ones in here. So, Yeah, I actually, I do too. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah. Hold on, my bad. It was for 20 seconds. I, I didn't even notice, so you're yeah, good. Go ahead. We're at 165. What do you got in semis? 65 semis. All right, uh, starting right off with it. I'm going Shane Griffith over Bull in. Did we lose you? <laughs> we might have lost him. The internet said no. <laughs> the internet was like, Alex Marinelli's not losing this weekend. <laughs> they just told Jimmy, peace out. You're not allowed to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Hopefully he yeah, comes back. I'll, I'll go then. Uh, so, unlike Jimmy, I've got Alex Marinelli beating Shane Griffith in the quarters. <laughs> and then I've got Keating beating Lewis. And I don't think Lewis, like, unless Lewis is 85% or more, you know, if he's 80%, I don't see him beating Keating. Um, but, you know, obviously, I, I'm just throwing this out there. So I've got Keating actually coming from the 12 seed, beating Hartman of Bucknell, and then beating Lewis. Um, I've got Marinelli over Keating up top. And then down low, I've got Wenzel over Valencia in the semis. Wenzel making the finals. Okay. Okay. Uh Jimmy, you're back. We lost you there. As soon as the internet gods told you you weren't allowed to take Shane Griffith over Alex Marinelli. Yeah. So they kicked you All off right. the Zoom call. <laughs> I went I went totally weird. Um, I went Hartman over Mackay. Um, not sure how healthy Mackay is. Um, so taking him there, Wetzel makes it in. He's the only seed that was supposed to make the semis. And I have Ethan Smith over Valencia in the other quarter. So I've got Griff v. Hartman and Wetzel against Smith. So this is kind of fun. I actually, I went Marinelli and I, I'm taking Lewis as if he's a hundred percent, right? I don't, I'm not picking a bracket based on if a guy's banged up or not. Um, so I went Lewis there. I went Keegan O'Toole beating Jake Wenzel in the quarters. And I went Ethan Smith taking out Valencia in the quarters as well. So then uh, I'll just, I'll just go right into the finals here. I took Ethan Smith over Keegan O'Toole. Once again, Scarlet, Scarlet glasses. That's okay. Alex Marinelli knocks off Lewis in the in a, in a rematch of quarterfinals from a couple of years ago, and then I got I got the bull getting that title for one uh, Eli Stickley. Yes, sir. I've got Marinelli over Wenzel in the finals, and I've got Wetzel over Griffith. Pitt getting the champ. Yes, sir. You know I like that pick. I like that pick though. Yeah, I mean you've got um, Lean and you've got a. Uh, uh, Keith Gavin, I just think, you know, between Wenzel and uh, Bonacorsi, they're going to have some finalists. 
Um, It's it's tough with Wenzel. Again, you're not going to pick bottom or you're very brave if you do. Right. Absolutely. He's, he's a monster on top. You know, I, I'm excited to see Keegan O'Toole uh, wrestle some of these guys. You know what I mean? Like, he's 13 or no. He's looked really good. But we haven't seen him against some of these top guys. And I, I'm just kind of going out of faith here, you know? I, we talked about it last last episode. I've, we've watched this kid wrestle since he was 14 years old, right? You know, that the, the, the golden age of flow now, right? Because we've watched all these young guys like Dayton Fix and Yanni wrestle since they could crawl. Um, and that's just kind of the effect that I have with this Keegan O'Toole. You know, I've watched him wrestle forever. And I want him to do well. Not well enough to beat my Ohio State Buckeye. But what do you guys, uh, moving into 3 through 8? O'Toole, that's a little Well, O'Toole and Wetzel will be fire. Like, O'Toole's obviously weird. Wetzel's super weird, too. Nasty on top. And anytime you shoot head inside on him, like, you're in for a trip. You know, uh, if you're going to score, it's probably outside. But, yeah, that, that's going to be a weird match. But finishing out the All-Americans, I took Marinelli back to third. O'Toole fourth. He's super tough. Hartman wrestles the seat at five. Smith hits that semi-slide. Valencia finally All-Americans. And Mackay slides in at eight. Yeah, and so again, was... it's not that Mackay is eighth place good. It's he's hurt. No, I get that. I, we actually have pretty similar. I think the only one I have different is Monday in the but I got Makai Lewis finishing third. Again, I'm not picking based on him being banged up. If he is banged up, I think I agree. I think he slides in at eighth somewhere. Um, I also got Keegan finishing fourth. So I have him losing to Smith in the semis, and then uh, I have him beating Kennedy Monday in the Cruncy semis. Um, Jake Wenzel takes fifth. Monday takes sixth. I got Anthony Valencia getting on the podium at seventh, and Jake Keating at eighth, actually. Yeah, so... Valencia, he is four and four at the NCAA tournament. Um, right? He went two and two one year. He went two and two another year. Obviously, he didn't go last year. Uh, I, as you mentioned, he, he's failed to be an All-American at the NCAA tournament. So, you know, I think this is his year to be on the podium. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Womack has entered the chat. <laughs> that was ridiculous. All right. Oh, absolutely not. Dude, that blood round match was insane. Bama. Uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, up. Bama about to get their second ever All-American this year. Yeah, you're right. Sam Latona. I don't want to curse him, but yeah, he'll be the second ever. Yeah. Idaho. I don't know if it'll be. Depends on what you consider John J. Chavez, if he's from California, if he's from Idaho. But Ridge Lovett <laughs> about to make some Idaho history. Hey, don't jinx my guy. You can jinx Latona. He's not on my team. Ridge Lovett's on my fantasy team, okay? I need him to do well. Jeez, Jimbo. All right. Dylan, take over 74 for me. 74. I've got Chem Lab up top. I got Kemmer versus Labriola, the match we didn't see. Uh, then I down low, I've got Carter Strocky versus Caleb Romero. All Big Ten. I love it. Yeah? Love it. Ridge love it. Yeah, I went all I went all Big Ten, but with uh one mix up. I, I don't like to do it, but I'm taking Massa um over lab. Dude, I took the same thing. I actually did too. I went I went Ken Dog Massa start uh Caleb Romero. I uh obviously we were talking about you don't want to pick chalk, so uh, I had Bernie Chuax over Massa in the second round. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. So happens, you heard it here first. So. <laughs> I mean, I've said a lot of those today. I have Bernie back a long ways, but not not quite that far. Yeah, I've I have Bernie losing in the round of sixteen. Yeah, so up top I've got Kemmer versus uh, beating Labriola to make the finals, and then I've got Carter Scrocky versus over Caleb Romero to make the finals, and then Kemmer winning the title, the fourth title for Iowa. Yeah, I went I went Kem Dog over Massa, and I went Caleb again, you know, Buckeyes, but Caleb over Staroki. So I went Kem over Massa, and then Staroki over Romero. But taking Kem in the finals, he's looked super solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So we all got Kem over there. Yep. Rounding out my All Americans, I got Labriola taking third, Massa taking fourth. It's hard to look. It's hard to look past that. The major, right? I mean, Labriola beat the crap out of him in the three-four match of Big Ten. So I don't see that getting reversed. Staroki finishes in fifth. Um, I got Demetrius Romero at six. I got Thomas Bullard at seven. And my my uh my fun one I got Luau Lau Luau Clay Lau with UNC at eighth place. Yeah, I'm high on Clay Lau, so uh, I could I agree with you there. I think the All Americans. Isn't he the one from Kansas? I think so. Yeah, I think he's their Kansas. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So round out mine, I got um, Caleb Romero third, Massa fourth. Um, Demetrius Romero, five. Here's my fun one. Peyton Mako takes out Mikey Labs in the blood round and takes sixth. Um, yeah. All the Missouri guys are fun to watch. They all, they're all weird. That's, I have the same blood round, though. Yeah. I got Mako Labs in the blood, too. Um, but seven, Bullard and Donnell Washington getting Indiana back on their winning ways. I like it. Yeah. You know, that, that would be big for Indiana to uh, get a guy on the podium. Absolutely. They didn't have a great year. I mean, you also got Nick Lee, Chad Red. Oh, yeah. State. Yeah. Yeah. The, the state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It I know. help when they go out of state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving up, 184 semifinalists. Aaron Brooks. Hunter Bullen, Louis Dupre, and and Trent Hiley. Pretty chalked. Just I got Bullen over Keck in the quarters. Yeah, I've got Bullen over Keck in the quarters as well. I've got the same as you. Same semis, but Bullen over Weiler. Um, I'm going Homer pick, seminary boy. Weiler makes the quarters. So good thing he's not a Lehigh anymore, huh? Yes. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, that was always, a, always one that hurt me. I was rooting for him. <laughs> I mean, him getting past Key of Navy is not a sure thing, right? Yeah, it's, especially as an old guy now. Um, you, you're an old guy and your body hurts, and uh, you got one of those Navy guys whose cardio is just on level 1,000. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. So I got Brooks versus Hidley in the finals. With Hidley, Trent Hidley taking the dub there. Same. Um just, I haven't seen enough of Louie this year. You know, he didn't have necessarily a, a rigorous yeah. schedule where, you know, hit, Trent wrestled Bowen, right? He wrestled him twice. He wrestled Clay Law that bumped up and wrestled him. Um, you know, we saw Trent wrestle at the RTC Cup. We just see more of him and, you know, the success he's had. 
I don't. I mean, I think Louie can beat him, but uh, it's just hard for us to tell because we haven't seen him too much this year. You know what's funny is yeah, the, got this, the Preds have seven matches. I've got Brooks, I believe, but I see how Luke could trip him up. Um, we yeah. saw Bowling ride Hydley for quite a bit, um, and Lou is obviously making some money on top. He will snap your back. Yeah, I mean, Hill and the uh, cadets need another guy in the national finals. So, you know, Yanni's not there to do it this year. Louie might be the one to do it. So, moving on to All-Americans. Number three, I got Hunter Bull. Okay. Four, I got Lou Dupre. My, my problem here, you know, we, we talked about it last week. We kind of figured it out, I think, a couple weeks ago when ACC's happened. It took Trent Hidley 30 minutes to take down Hunter Bullen. I just – the only other guy in the bracket I think can take him down is Brooks. And I just – I have a hard time finding the win here. And I think the, the Matt game kind of cancels out for, for Bullen and Dupre. So I got Bullen. And then moved down to five. I got Venz, Gear, Keck Kaisen drops to seven. And I got uh, David Kane. Right? Am I crazy? No, Devin Kane. Sorry, Devin Kane at eight. All right, well, we're 100% making one through seven. I got Hively, Brooks, Bolin, Louie, uh, Venz, Gear, Kekison, and then I have Weiler sneaking in at number eight. That's kind of funny. We have all seven the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he kept going down. I was like, all right, no way he's got gear there. I was like, okay, Kekison at seven. All right, we're <laughs> Yeah, Keck Heisman, he might be like the one of the top four that, you know, performs – you know, seventh or eighth, you know, they're going to find themselves low on the podium for being a top four seed. I, I just don't, I, I'm not necessarily high on him, even though he is 15 and 0 and he is part of the UNI 184. They do pretty good things at 184. I just, I'm not high on him after, after his conference tournament. No, I, I can see that. He didn't have a great performance there. Um, one more note I do have Devin Kane out of the 22 making the quarterfinals. He's good. Beats, uh, he beats Gear in the first round, then he beats John Poznanski out of Rutgers in the second, in the court, in the round of 16. All right. I can see that. UNC uh, loves to get those weird All-Americans up there. Chip Ness, right? Chip Ness is what we talked, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I had to go with it. Yep. Honestly, I picked it both 74 and 84 because I got I got Lau going in at AA as well. So, um, All right. Move up with 97. Jim, Jimbo, give us your semis. All right, this is going to shock you. Uh, Miles Amin, wrestling, AJ Ferrari. Um, weird one here. We talked about this a little bit before we started. Full sack versus Schultz. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I've got Miles Amin versus Ferrari. And then down low, I've got complete. I don't even have the same as you. I've got Nino Bonacorsi, and then I've got Rocky Elam coming out as a seven seed. So classic six versus seven semifinals. Yeah, I went Amin Ferrari. Yeah. And- Bona Corsi and Cam Caffey coming in at, out of the 10 spot. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of bombs at 97. There's a lot of guys that could ruin the bracket. Like looking down through this, like obviously everyone knows like one through nine is really good, right? Like no Adams out of the nine is good. Um, Buchanan obviously is good. He's beating them. But like you don't want to wrestle Renan. No, yeah. You, right. you, gotta... you don't want to wrestle Lucas Davison. He's a junior world medalist, you know? You don't like Norfleet's the three. A lot of people aren't saying his name this year because those West Coast guys go a little under the radar, you know. But it it's tricky this year. There's a lot of bombs in there. 
beard at the 15. He was the number one kid in the country in high school. You don't you don't want to hit that guy. He's super talented. He just lost an overtime match to, to Miles Amin, the number one seed at Big Tens. You yeah, same, same with Mortimer, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I actually I have Beard knocking off Schultz in the second round to make the quarters. Um, and even Rocky Elam, you know, even, even he's a seven, right? But he can absolutely make the finals. I mean, he he has a te- he tech falled Max Dean at the senior world na- senior uh, nationals. I mean, you know, good things can happen out of this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I've got Ferrari beating Amin up top. Um, it's kind of a shocker. Then I've got Nino Bonacorsi making the finals, giving Pitt their second finalist of the tournament. We've talked about okay. this. We don't we don't need Ferrari's head getting any bigger. I, I hear you. All right, we're gonna need the Olympian to do Olympian things and beat AJ Ferrari to a pulp. Okay. Yeah, and, and beat an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care. Well, you came at the king. You don't come at the king. All right. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, that, that's what we're asking of him. We're asking a, um, I don't know if Ferrari's eighteen. He might be nineteen. He probably is nineteen. He might be twenty-one. But still, we're asking Olympian. Do his job and beat a true freshman. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the thing that I want to see is though, and I don't know if I heard it on Flow Radio Live or Bashamania or, or what it was, but I want to see Ferrari and Gable Stevenson getting their championship pictures. Right, the top, the the ten champs getting their pictures, oh, standing next to each other. Right, <laughs> that's gonna be classic if it happens. I didn't even think of that. That's great. That'd be hilarious. I kind of want to change my pick now just so we can see it. <laughs> uh. So down low, I actually I picked Bonacorsi over Kathy, um, and then I also picked Bonacorsi to get a title over Miles Mean. Yeah, I've actually got like I said Ferrari over Bonacorsi, but um, I think in one of my p- fantasy picks that I did uh, with some buddies, I had Bonacorsi winning a title. So, um, but for all my brackets, I wrote Ferrari beating Bonacorsi in the finals. But uh, I'm going making the finals against the Mean. A Mean taking it. Um, I definitely see how Nino could do that. You know, um, again, I, Ballsack versus Nino would still be an upset with Ballsack winning. Nino probably gets that. Um, I took it again, being like a hometown Pittsburgh thing. Um, I think Nino could also beat Norfleet to make that semi, and Schultz is a very, very winnable match. So who'd you have in the finals against me? Schultz. I took okay. Schultz. Do have one, two there. Yeah, I think Schultz, you know, like I said before we started this, I just don't see him winning that many close matches to make the finals, right? We're talking about Beard in the, the second round. Um, that's going to be a, a tough match. You're going to probably have Rocky Elam. And okay. then whoever wins, Bonacorsi, Bullsack, Northfleet, you know, winning three close matches is, is going to be hard to do and, uh, you know, do it consecutively. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Jimmy, give me your All-Americans. All right, I got to flip the page. 97. All right, so we're going Mean Schultz, Ferrari coming in at third, Bullsack fourth, Warner wrestles the seat at five, Davison in at six, Bonacorsi seven, Buchanan eight, uh, Blood Round, I've got Cam Caffey, Norfleet, Rocky Elam, and Noah Adams. So nothing too exciting there besides Norfleet misses the party. I feel like our All-Americans are way different here. So I went Bonacorsi one, I mean two, I went Ferrari three, Caffey four, I went Noah Adams five, I went Max Shaw at six, I went Eric Schultz seven, and Buchanan at eight. 
I didn't really have anything fun on the backside happen. I did have a J.I.L.O. and uh, Noah Adams blood round match. That should be a lot of fun. Um, I had a Jake Warner, Eric Schultz blood round match. That'll be a good one. Um, I got Schultz winning that one, though. And that's the extent of my fun. One yeah, all the blood rounds there. Yeah, they're all gonna be. They're gonna be awesome. I mean, I've got Kathy versus Warner. Yeah, I've got Kathy versus Warner, which we've seen before. But Kathy's got so much experience in so many different styles. Like you never know what you're gonna get out of him. Um, oh. He could always throw some weird stuff. You've got Norfleet versus Buchanan, um, Davison over fourth, uh, Rocky Elam. That'll be a lot of points. A lot, a lot of points in that one. And then my last blood round match was Adams versus Nino. So the former number one ranked guy versus your guys' top pick. Yeah. That it, this bracket might be might be my favorite as you know the wide open the wide openness of the bracket. Like any anybody can make the finals, anybody can win this bracket. You know, even Amin's not untouchable here, right? He's he's won a couple couple really close matches. He had an overtime match with Beard. An overtime match with um, Warner, you know he's not untouchable here. So I, I I don't know what happened between the Olympics and now. Maybe it's the weight change, but he's not quite the guy that we thought he would be coming in. Right? We thought he would kind of come in and control the control the field and kind of walk away with a national title. But it's kind of shown that he's not. That's not going to happen. I mean, you never know what's happening in the training situation. You know, we just finished our season. A lot of those West Coast teams that got permission to wrestle, a lot of them just had permission to wrestle in their postseason, you know, and they started training about a month out. And Michigan, you know, has been in the news a lot for being one of the most locked down states. You have no idea how much training he's actually been able to do, how many times he's been quarantined. No, that's true. And, and Michigan was shut down for two weeks. Yeah, and we talked about the, the guys that haven't really wrestled, like – in. We talked with Jake Nolan, for instance, right? He had four matches on the year going into EIWAs. He went to EIWAs, he wrestled four matches, right, in a weekend or in a day. And uh, I just think some of these guys, we're going to see completely different, maybe not completely, but we're going to see a different person uh, for some of these these weights um, just because they've wrestled most of their season just two weeks ago, right? They yeah. wrestled more matches at their conference tournament than they did all year. And, so, that, and that's probably true for almost everyone, right? I mean – yeah. Outside of the Mac and SoCon, everybody's wrestled. They probably doubled their matches at conferences alone. Yeah. I'm back. Up. I don't know where they left, but I'm back. Yeah, no, you're good. I still you kind of out, but we were we were just talking about the uh the lack of season that they've had and they've wrestled more matches at their conference tournament than they did, you know, all year. So they're really just starting to find their groove for a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Moving up to 85, Dylan, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, so I'm going with Gable Stevenson um, versus Cassiope in the in the semis. I think Cassiope gets by Colton Schultz. His uh, you know his mat wrestling is going to be a factor, I think, in that. And then down low, I've got Stencil versus Mason Paris. All right, so we got some differences there. Obviously, I got Gable up top, Paris down low. Um, I've got Schultz taking out Cassiope. Um, He's looked super good and has so much experience in every style. Um, I've got Hilger coming out of the 14 seed to make the semis versus Paris. Wow. So I got him taking out Stencil second round and Gannon Gremmel in the quarters. He's so, a guy that I'm shocked 
um, has had the lack of production that he has this year. Um, I really thought that he was going to project super high, especially after his freshman year when he All-American. Um, and seventh at Big Tens this year, but I think he turns it around. Yeah, so I'm actually going to kind of walk through my quarters a little bit here because I have some weird ones too. Um, I got Gable and Kirk with Gable win in there. I got Cassiope Schultz, Cass wins there. And then my quarterfinal here, I also have Hilger making that quarter, knocking off Stencil. But I got Zach Elam beating Gremmel. And I got Zach Elam beating Helger in the quarters to make the semis. And then I got I got Wilson making the quarters against Paris as well. And then I've got I'm Wilson here. in there too. Yeah, I'm not picking against Paris against anybody but Gable. So something to note, which is not really a, a big thing because the guy was a 23 seed. But uh, Army's Bobby Heald, uh, he is out. I'm sure you guys saw that today. I yeah, I did. Yeah, I so. Joe Doyle doesn't wrestle Mason Paris first. He wrestles Matt Stencil. So I guess that's a kind of a good. So they're sliding everyone down one then, everyone that was above 23. Yeah, and then 33 is going to 32, and then they're just not going to have a pigtail. I believe. Which, that makes no sense to me, right? Because most weight classes, you could say the kids are all too fat now, right? It's three days out. Nobody was maintaining the weight after the wild cards came out. But at heavyweight, but nobody's he... cutting weight. Did he leave? Yes. Did he? Um. Was that official today? Right. Because like they've got to get tested. Um. Right. You know you can't just fly somebody in. Maybe last. Yeah. You might be able to. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. Was you would have to follow all the protocols. But what we did at NAIs was all the alternates, if they wanted to still be considered as an alternate, had to go and had to go through all the protocols and you know the testing, the quarantine, and everything, just the same way as the qualifiers did. That way, if someone did drop out, which I don't think anyone actually did, but they were there on the chance. That would have been – that probably would have been a good setup for NCAA for D1. But, you know, NCAA money, they're hungry for it. So it's probably had a lot to do with it. Moving into the finals, is it pretty straightforward we're all going to have Gable Paris here? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was going to say, Jimmy, did you get fancy here? No, no, I uh, kept it there. I forgot that the podcast listeners can't see that I'm shaking my head. It'll be on YouTube. Still see that. Yeah. They'll also see you freeze in the middle of picking Griffith over Marinelli, so that'll be funny. Shout out YouTube, though. Micah Rose, that, that uh, video got like 660 views so far. I think we're up to seven-something now. Wow. That's awesome. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. All right. Uh, finals, give me Gable Steveson. By technical fall. That's his goal. He called him out. He called it out. I mean. He's going to try to. You don't get a guy like Gable calling out he wants a tech fall and he doesn't go get it, in my opinion. He's going to go push that pace for seven minutes. Yeah, I've got Stevenson over Paris um, via tech fall or via major decision. I don't think he gets a tech fall. Yes, (laughs) I'll give you the freestyle tech fall. I'll give you 10 points, but not 15. But, yeah, I'm taking Gable. Yeah. I'm going on a limb here. Yeah, I mean, it, I can see it happening. Gable's a freak, but Paris, I just, I can't see it happening. I don't know. It's, it's also a freak. Yeah. <laughs> Paris is, yeah, he's also a freak, and I just don't see him getting worked like that. These could realistically be two top five heavyweights in the world, right? I mean, <laughs> it's possible. I mean, not shown yet, but it, it could happen. All right, moving through the All-Americans here. I actually, I got Kirk Fleet coming back for third. I think... He's, he's only been training for a couple weeks going to Big Tens. He gets, turns it around. Gets it done for third. 
Cassiope fourth. Uh, I got Deontay Wilson coming in the fifth. I got um, Zach Elam coming in at six. Trent Hilger finishes in seventh. And freshman sensation Hunter Katka coming in at eighth place. I had Katka blood round. But, uh, I of course, got Gable Paris. Kirk as well in at three, you know, kind of with the Real Woods philosophy. Three more weeks to train after not training really. So kind of high uh, learning curve there. Um, Schultz in at four, Hilger five. Also got Deontay Wilson in at six, Cassiope seven, and Stanford finishing out uh, their era with Traxler at eight. Well, who do you have Cass losing to on the backside? Let me pull this up again. 438. Cassiope Kirk. How did that work? So I have so Cassiope, that's 438. Oh wait, no. Yeah. They're on the same uh Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I'm silly. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. I had Cassiope losing to Schultz. That's right. So, yeah, I they wrestled. Kirk stencil blood round. Um, so that'd be fun. And Kaka Cassiope blood round. See guys, this is why seeds are important. Cause Cassiope is better than the seventh best guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He loses, he loses to Colton Schultz. Who's the four seed, right? That's where you have him losing. And he loses yep. to Fleet, who's the third best guy. I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, third best guy yeah. online, but you know, he obviously didn't perform that way last week. He took fourth. Right. Well, he lost the one and two, right? He lost the Gable yeah. and he lost the well, one and three, right? He lost the Gable, lost the cast. Yeah. To be fair, he he, no, he well earned he lost to Paris. Yeah, he got he, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he got majored by Paris. That's right. He majored by Cass. He's gonna lose to Gert Gable today or this weekend. That's why I fixed that up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, something uh, you guys got picked Wilson over Laird, uh, the ten over the seven. I'm yep. picking Laird uh, over Wilson, and that's my only kind of difference in that bottom half, bottom quarter, rather. Yeah, I mean, some of these may change, especially on the backside. Now that we got to bump everyone down and see those backside pairings, um, but that front half sticks. All right, so last piece of this, you know, um, I have yet to do a, do this. I'm going to kind of listen to what you guys got and maybe throw something on, throw my opinions in there. But we'll do a little, steal this a little bit from Bashmania. I know he's doing a, a fantasy league with his friends. He kind of explained it. Thought it would be a lot of fun for us to do. Um, so what we're doing, we're picking one guy from each weight class and one guy from each of the top 10 seeds, right? So, um if I pick a six seed at 125, I can't pick a six seed between for any of the other weight classes. All right. Um, just kind of explaining to, to the listeners what we're doing here. Um, so let's start. Let's start, Jimmy. Why don't you give us your your 125 pounder? All right. Um, so you guys actually are way more unprepared than me. I was like scared that I didn't have this done because again, I was two hours notice on this. Uh, I was rushing through it. Way more prepared than you, Zach. But yeah. uh, Dude, I want to be five. Yeah, you guys have those real jobs. I yeah, not, I not all of us stuff. can do wrestling stuff for a living, Jimmy, and That'd all you fun. other content creators. That being said, Rockfin, hit us up. You know, Willie, if you're listening, I know you just bought Intermat. You know, you well, need, you need you need some people. We got you. 
talking with uh, I talked to Scott Green obviously, and uh, he just mentioned on his last post that he just had that he's going to be having somebody on, um, somebody with a podcast. And it's kind of us. Um, we're just waiting to have a, um, you know, what opening interview kind of thing that leads us into the podcast. I already sent him all the the episodes that we've we've kind of done. I guess more so the interviews because the episodes are just a mute point at this point, you know, covering conferences and, and the Rockfin boards and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll be on Rockfin soon enough, probably right after NCAAs. All right. But starting out with my 25 pounder, I use my six seed here. I'm going Camacho. Um, so I've got him making the finals. That's pretty good for a six. That's what I use there. I like that. I mean, that's, that's definitely what I, what I'm doing as well. That was when I first heard this, my mind instantly went Camacho with a six. Because you have to pick somebody on that bottom side of the bracket, right? I mean, is that kind of where you guys went with that idea? I just went with the idea of I'm picking a number one, and that's going to be Spencer Lee. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. Spencer, Spencer Lee and Gable were out. I yeah, thought, and the rules I was given, you could not pick those two. What the? No, nobody sent me those rules. No, the, the, I, you said you heard it on you on you heard it on Bashmania, right? Like, I thought you heard that rule because he mentioned that on on the podcast. Oh, well, yeah, no, I didn't pick – I picked Spencer Lewis. That's <laughs> everything up. Because if I could go back, I would love to take Spencer Lee. Um, right, no doubt. No, so – But with that being said, I took uh, Camacho. Moving on to my 33. 33 is the weight that I didn't like. Because um, there was a lot – like I had kind of used uh, my higher seeds in that. Going down low, I was trying to see how it could kind of rework. And I realized that I was kind of – Throughout all of my picks, I was pretty disrespectful of seven seeds. So I was like, you know, Bird probably does sneak in there somewhere. And I was probably just being a little mean because that's where I was, you know, when you're making weird picks, the seven one is the easy one to drop in the blood round. So I was like, you know, he might slide in there. So I took Bird from Illinois. Oh, man. That was my second one, right? At 130. My, if I thought sevens, you know, Lucas Bird really impressed me at Big Tens. Um, that's, that's, where I, that's where my first thought was, too, was Lucas Bird. I went, yeah. with, I went with Meyer. Oh, because you took your three seed there. I want three seed there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving up 141. Um, you know, this is where this is where I took my where I'm gonna take my three seed. I'm going with Seabass here. Um I obviously I picked him to win. Um and I think if I'm picking if I'm picking them, I'm gonna do my best to pick the guys I think are gonna do the best at each seed. And I think he's my only three seed I picked to win the tournament. So that's where I'm going at 141. I went with Nick Lee. Um, you know, I, I think the bonus points that he might acquire in the tournament might help me out. But, uh, yeah, the first few wait, uh, weights, I kind of was just like, I knocked out one, two, and three. And I probably should have waited. I, I kind of rushed through this this part of the um, competition, whatever we're calling this. But, uh, yeah, I went with Nick Lee. Yeah, I went with lower guys at the beginning. You you went one, two, three. I went seven or six, seven, eight. I took Chad Red because um, he's an eight seed that I pretty much view as a lock. So I took him thinking, you know, easy All-American points there. And he almost always overperforms. And I'll never forget the cement mixer that got him that All-American status for his first time. Yeah, no, I think that's a great pick. And I contemplated I contemplated taking Chad Red there. Um, I'm not sure how many other eight seeds you can say are, are locked to All-American. He, in my opinion, is definitely one of them. Um, I was trying to get some champion points out of out of that, so that's why I went. I went Seabass here. 
Yeah, I wasn't trying to go. So obviously 25, um, you can pick Spencer. 33, you got good odds of picking a champ. You know, it's obviously RBY or fix. You know, I think we're agreed on that one too. Yeah. But 41, I have no idea who's winning that. You know, so I didn't I didn't want to risk a high pick on, you know, someone that might take fourth. No, that, that's actually a really good way to look at that. That's a good idea. I didn't think – I definitely did not use that logic at first. All right, um, moving up 150 – or, yeah, 149. Sorry. Uh, Dylan, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, so I used my 10 seed. I went with Mikey Van, Van Bro. Right, he uh, knocked off Max Pinkham. He had a good big 10s, and uh, I think that he – he was a good pick for my 10 seed, so that's what I went with. Okay, I can see that. Jimmy, where'd you go here? I went with Ridge here. I took Ridge to love it. Um, I think he's got a high ceiling. Um, definitely being a young guy and a guy that is a little wild and throws some stuff out there, he definitely could take a loss early and hurt me in this. Um, but he's got a high ceiling, and I was feeling that at the five. Yeah, um, we have one difference so far. I don't. Th- this might be why we, we are friends, but... I also went Ridge at the five. Um, obviously, I'm doing this now. I'm actually up to 165, but uh, I went Ridge for my five seed. So, uh, same, same logic, right? I mean, he had a great Big Tens. He really impressed a lot of people. I don't think anybody thought going into Big Tens we would be having a conversation at NCAAs about Ridge Lovett potentially all Americaning, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> 160 or 157. Uh, Jimmy, go ahead. All right, I used my 10 here, or my 10, put that in quotes, because he's really a 12. I took Brady Berge. God damn it, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> there was a few other guys I wanted. There was a few other guys I wanted to use in that spot, um, but they were seated too low. Like, for instance, I, I was thinking about using Hilger, um, but Berge seemed to fit the mold. Penn State guys, they perform in March. Slide, slide him in at the 10. I Ooh, went with Ken O'Coleman at the 9. Casey's a, a good pick. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, if you can't tell by my reaction, I took Brady Berge because me and Jimmy are, for some reason, picking the same people. All right. Lepathy. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> moving up to sixty-five. Uh, Dylan, go ahead. Yeah. I I haven't picked this one yet. I think I know what I'm gonna do, but go ahead. Yeah. So I used the six seed here. I went with Keegan O'Toole. Um, we talked about just a few minutes ago how. I think the winner of him and Wenzel in that quarters uh, makes the finals against Marinelli. So, um, yeah, I've got Keegan O'Toole, the freshman sensation. Good All right, Zach. So we're different on this one because um, yeah. here's where I'm using my three seed. I'm taking Wenzel because, again, that's the only three seed I had winning it. So, right yeah, now. That's good. I'm, I'm, I kind of don't want to do this, but I'm going to do this because I don't know where else I like, I like this seed. Um, returning national champ Makai Lewis at the four. He might be banged up. He might not be, but I'm, I'm taking him. I, where else can you find a four seed that has a national title? All right, moving up 174. Yeah, so I went with the seven seed, Caleb Romero. Um, as I mentioned a few minutes ago as well, he's the guy that I'd pick in, in the finals, right? Seven seed, that's. Um, he, he's obviously going to have to beat Demetrius Romero and uh, in the quarterfinals. In that, but I think he makes the finals anyways. But uh, seven seed, I think he's going to put some points on my, my team for me. Yeah, that's good. Pick. 74 I, is where I'm I going first. You're not picking the same guy as me every time. 
before me. I'm going Kemmerer, number one seed. Did you say Kemmerer? Yeah, I, t- I took Michael Kemmerer. <laughs> come on! Come on! Like, come on! Clearly, oh, we talk too often. I don't know. We did not talk about this beforehand, guys. I promise. This was not pre-planned. So if you guys have the same like teams, you know, and I know I'm probably just gonna win, right? You guys are gonna tie for last. Or we're both gonna blow you out. We got two different so far. I got yeah, we, got, early, so. we got 65 and uh 41, right? Those are our differences so far. <clears throat> yeah. All right, moving up. Uh, wait, everybody went. Yeah, because we got we both got Kemmerer and you took uh, Romero. Yeah. yeah. Moving up, 184. Uh, go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, I uh, used my fifth seed. I went with Hunter Bowen. I, I think he he's gonna get past Kekajin to make the final or to semis. And him and Brooks, you know, that could be a toss up, right? Brooks is obviously probably the best guy in the weight, but I think uh, you know Bowen has potential to beat him. So I went with Bowen. All right, and I'm going to Forzak this time. I'm taking my. Last of my three champs. I'm using my two seed, Trent Hidley. <laughs> this is just getting laughable at this point. <laughs> I also have Trent Hidley. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, yeah. Screw, I, I screw you guys then. I'm going 197. Here we go. Um, Zach, you go first. I, I know we have the same heavyweight. Um, I haven't picked my heavyweight yet, so I don't know yet. <laughs> um, I'm going uh, here. I might have to change my 57 pick because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cam Caffey at my 10. I think that's my best bet out of a 10 seed uh, that I picked. So I'm actually gonna end up having to change 57. I'll tell you that before the end of the game or the end of the the show. But that's so I went I with I went with fast switch Ferrari. Right, we talked about that. If he gets past the mean in the semis, makes the finals, that's going to be another finalist that I got chosen on my team. Yeah, I also went with Ferrari. I'm seeing his his floor is number four, ceiling is number one. So I thought he was a pretty safe pick in there. Absolutely. And then uh, up at 285, I'll go first. Um, I used my eight seed here, and I went with the Lehigh Mountain Hawk Wood. So Jordan Wood as the eighth. Sorry, Jimmy. All right, and I went with Kirk here, number nine. I think he obviously performs above his seed. So I think that was a, the easiest nine to pick is Kirk. Yeah, um, kind of going back, looking through, trying to figure out what I want to do. Um, my initial reaction was, oh, hold on. What at the eight, looking through my bracket, but... If I look at where did my fifty-seven bracket go? Oh, I know where it is. I put it aside because I thought maybe I'd be changing my mind here, but um, if I need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I need a nine. All right, so I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go nine. So at one fifty-seven, I'm gonna take my nine seed. I'm gonna go back back a little bit. Get rid of Brady Brady. Brady. I'm gonna take Kendall Coleman there, and then um, I'm gonna take Jordan Wood as my heavyweight as my AC. So that's where I'm at. 
Um, now the scores, it's just going to be straight up, you know, regular tournament scoring. We'll figure, we'll we'll give update everybody at our at the next show. But that's what I got, guys. What do you guys think? Well, since I uh, broke, well, actually, you know what? I I broke the rules, but this isn't Justin Bash's podcast. This is this is our podcast. So this is more wrestling podcast. This is more wrestling. Um, but no, I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change my six seed Keegan O'Toole. I'm gonna go with Marinelli, and uh, the uh, Gwiz just got mad at you. Yeah, Gwiz just got mad at me. I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> switch that Marinelli, and then uh, for 125 instead of Spencer Lee because I can't take him. I'm gonna go with Camacho. Because that seems like my best six seed to uh, to make the finals. All right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, with regular tournament scoring too, Spencer's gonna get so many bonus points yeah. that would be uh, unfair. You know what would be interesting though if we let him do it and we still beat him. True. Damn. That would be interesting. Yeah. I'm not confident that it would happen. <laughs> When you're given automatic 28 and a half points. One last thing. This was kind of a uh, listener question. Obviously, Iowa and Penn State are probably going to take, you know, one, two. Who's going to be third, fourth? Um, Just kind of thinking through my brackets. I I got NC I actually, I think, yeah, I got NC State at three. That's going to be my. My guess. I mean, I got Camacho making the finals. I got Hidley winning it. I got both Hidleys winning it, right? Right. Um, yeah. I got Myers taking third. I mean, Tariq Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, Tariq Wilson's top. I mean, I, I got to go with Wilson there. I think I think NC State's team is built better for the bigger tournaments. You know how Penn State's usually that way, right? They're usually built for the bigger tournaments, and uh, Virginia Tech is really good, but I don't know. I mean, I guess they're gonna be tough too. I I might even take them four, right? Yeah, I went with uh, NC State three or no Oklahoma State three, NC State four. But yeah, the the three through seven, three through eight is is gonna be crazy. I, yeah, I, that was gonna be tight. I'd have NC State at three. Um, so I think all their guys are pretty set to at least wrestle close to the seed. Where the other ones, you know, even like Oklahoma State is depending on you know a Travis Whitlake to try to come you know from the seven and improve. Where he also you know might go one and two where I don't see that with a lot of the NC State guys. I see them wrestling pretty close to seed every time. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I had I had one listener question from uh, Chris Eames here. He wants to, he, he asked, uh, what's the hardest route for a one seed? Who has the toughest route? Toughest route for a one seed? Well, it's Marinelli. Not Lee. Well, yeah. you know, Marinelli came to mind. But the other one that came to mind for me was Sammy Sasso. All right. Um, and initially, yeah. he ended up having Boo Alirez in the first round. Obviously, he's out. Um, that doesn't change how tough it is. Because then he's got PJ Ogunsanya, who I have finishing as an All-American. Then I have him wrestling Yaya Thomas. And even if he doesn't have Yaya Thomas, you know, Jaden Abbas is really tough. Legend Lamar is really tough. Um, Lamer, however you want to pronounce it, right? Um he did that'd be his quarterfinals. And if it is Yaya Thomas, I mean he's wrestled him twice. I think both of them were overtime matches and the the Big Ten match last year was in the, the second set of rideouts and he won on riding time and criteria, right? He won he won on criteria. And then I mean then it gets a little bit better for him because I think Ridge is not a gr- I think he's a bad matchup for Ridge there. But I, he's definitely in contention for toughest route toughest route for a one seed. 
Yeah, those two weights, um, I agree with 100%. I think the, the next weight I would choose is 174. Um, Emmer, uh, sort of, just because Clay Lott's not bad, right? He lost uh, 5-1 to Trent Hidley. He lost 8-3 uh, to Bolin, right? He, I'm not saying that he's going to give Kemma a problem. I just think uh, he's a tough guy coming out of uh, the 16 seed. I mean, Bullard... Kem gets past them too, but just looking at these other weights, I don't see uh, the one seed getting challenged, really. You know, I see, I look at 184, and you got Brooks with a Big Ten rematch, Big Ten finals rematch with Vens in the, in the quarter, and you've got um, Max Lyon first round. He's not bad. Yeah. And, and, you know, take, take how good the guy is out of it, right? And then you look at heavyweight, you got Luke Luffman first, sec, uh, second round for Gable. Then you go into Greg Kirkley, who most of us think is the third best guy in the bracket. And then you got Cassiope, who we think is the fourth best guy in the bracket. I mean, yeah, we think Gable's going to walk through these guys, right? But if you look at that path for anybody else in that bracket to go through them, you know, that's that's a tough route. In, in 197, you got Noah Adams as the ninth seed. Um, that was my next one, yeah. He's got three losses to Buchanan this year. And last year he was kind of like uh, talked about as the number two guy in the country at at his weight so he was yeah. preseason number one right he yeah. came into the season rank number one i believe so yeah so um he's a guy that obviously could present a challenge if he gets past Stephen buchanan so yeah yeah i think it's awesome if they put that as the eight nine like hey you actually think you're good you got to prove it against your one kryptonite yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they're gonna see each other the second round and then you know right above them is jake jacobson of lehigh and jt brown um you know they're they're familiar with each other a couple of times this year as well. So that kind of stinks to see them against each other, but yeah, Buchanan and Adams part four on the year is going to be wild. Who, who has got the best chance outside of the top four to make the finals? That was uh, my last listener question. Both listener questions came from Elmiro uh, college's coach, Ian Clark. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at, looking through it, we all got a few six, six seeds making it right. We got, you know, Camacho, Bonacorsi. Um, I know you, you got, I think I have Romero, Caleb Romero in the finals, Ethan Smith in the finals. Um, but if you say best chance, Hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I think Camacho. Yeah. I'm thinking Camacho, but, the only reason I have the only reason I you know pause on that is route is not easy, right? He starts off round one, Gage Curry, four time national qualifier. Then he runs Dylan Ragason, who won, who was second at senior nationals in December or November, whatever month it was, right? Then he's got either Brandon Courtney or Jared Lane. I mean, it's probably gonna be Brandon Brandon Courtney, right? Um, the number three seed undefeated from Arizona State. And then the guy he hasn't beaten yet in Sam Latona. I mean right. I want to say Camacho, and we probably all think Camacho might be the best answer, but his his it's not the easiest route of the guys below the four. And then, as far as the weight, you know, the best the the best likelihood that uh this will happen is at one ninety seven, right? We we've got Bonacorsi. We picked him to make the finals. We some of us picked him to to win it. You got Rocky Elam um, coming out there as a seven seed. I have him in the semis, right? So if he can get past Bonacorsi or Norfleet or, you know, Bullsack, uh, Jimmy picked Bullsack out of the 14th team to make the semis. So yeah, that way I could see two different semifinalists on the lower half being seven and, and uh, six or seven and 
Um, ten, seven, yeah. Well, ten, six, yeah. You know, fifteen. I think you bring a good point, right? If you look at the weight class and you look at the the top four seeds, right? You break it down to because the the question was to make the finals, right? Not not so much to win it, right? And really, you look at that bottom side of the bracket, and you look at sixty five, and you look at ninety seven, and I think those are your two ways where your two and three seeds are. You know, not so much. They're just not so much locks to make the finals, right? They have some. They have some tough matches to make it. Make it to the semis. I mean, you look at Valencia. He's a two seed. He's never all American before. And then you got Jake Wenzel, who we all think is really tough. I know he's really tough, but he's gonna have to go through Peyton Rob, who's 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 great out of Nebraska. And then I mean, you look at that that bottom half of his quarter with you got Keegan O'Toole, Jake Silverstein, Kennedy Monday, Cameron Amin. Whoever comes out of that is gonna give him a monster match in the quarterfinals. Yeah, um, so man, that's I think the the, the most likelihood of uh, it happening is going to be at 197. Uh, that, yeah, I mean we talked about Camacho. I personally do think he's going to make the finals, but yeah, his path is just brutal. But other than that, I don't see too many outside of uh, the top four making the finals. Yeah, I think, I think 197. You might be able to put the name. If I could bet the field on the bottom half of 97, I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, my answer to this question is Nino Bonacorsi. I mean, the more I think about it, outside the top four, if you look at Nino Bonacorsi against that bottom half of that bracket, he's the most offensive guy there. I mean, he's got one loss to Trombley where, you know, he he got body locked to his back, right? I mean, it wasn't like a super, you know, it wasn't like he got beat up. He kind of got, I don't want to say caught, right? You don't get caught in a body lock. You get put in body lock. But, I don't, I'm my answer is my answer is Nino Bonacorsi. I think his path's a little bit easier than Camacho's, and uh, I just think that weight class is so wide open. You know. Yeah, sounds good. That's that's all I had for questions though. But, uh, yeah, some good ones. Jimmy, you got anything else, man? Man, I think that about did it. Um, I, I wish I had more in-depth D1 knowledge this year. It was a tough year trying to get uh, used to the names in a new division, plus, you know, catch back up with high school kids as far as recruiting and fanboy D1 at the same time. So definitely this is like I'm slacking this year as far as D1 knowledge. Well, I mean, it, and to your, it's not your fault. I mean, we only seen that these guys wrestle a handful of times, right? Um, they didn't have the season. You, you didn't have the season, but they didn't have the season that, yeah, we're used to seeing, you know, we usually have more knowledge on these guys after they've wrestled Midland, Scuffle, um, all these tournaments, right? So uh, it's going to be a, a weird tournament, a, a weird NCAA tournament, but I'm glad that we're actually having it. Right? A year ago today, our our hearts were broken when uh, the tournament was canceled, so or whenever it was, but a year ago. Last Thursday. I'll never forget it. Last Thursday, yeah. Thursday after brackets came out. You know, it's – I think this year is going to be the the craziest NCAAs we've seen, right? Because all these kids lost an entire year. Everybody's coming to St. Louis with the idea that next year's not promised, right? Um, I think everybody kind of learned a real hard lesson with that where, you know, everybody always says, wrestle for the end of the year, wrestle for the end of the year. I'm sure you guys as coaches tell your kids, you know, you lose a match, it's not the end of the world. You got, you. It only counts at the end of the year when you're wrestling at sectionals or states. I'm sure these coaches are saying similar things up to last year to their college guys. But now, you know, 
especially with this COVID stuff, like you don't know if there's a next year. You don't know if there's a next tournament or next match. So they're going in with a different mindset. Like every single time, every opportunity to compete at NCAAs is, is the only opportunity I'm going to get. So I think you're going to see some kids come out who know none of us, none of us picked to win a match maybe that are going to come out and they're going to get on that podium just solely for the fact that they don't think they'll ever get another opportunity to do this again. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, we obviously don't know who those people are, you know, right now. Um, but some of these guys are going to make runs and, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty historic, I think. Yeah, nobody was picking Kyle Cannell. Nobody was picking Terry uh, Wilson that year. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to be a Kyle Cannell. Somebody's going to be a Tariq Wilson. Somebody's going to be a Zeke Moisey, right? It's going to happen, and we're all going to lose our minds. And one of these one seeds are going to get pinned in the first round, and everybody's going to go nuts. And I cannot freaking wait. Yeah, I'm the only person. Zach, I got to say, I'm the only person that picked Max Dean over Miles Martin. I'm the only human on earth. No, I'm pretty sure we both picked. No, I did not pick that. I picked the crazy one that year. library. I don't remember which one it was off the top of my head, but I picked. Uh, right. I picked Eric Rahalas over Darian Caldwell. And, I to mean, be it was fair, injury you were right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one. <laughs> you were right. Oh, I had Mackay that year. I picked Mackay that year. I ended up getting Mackay in the fantasy. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, that was fun. I can't wait for Thursday. Um. Send me your. I'll send you guys a group text with the uh, the fantasy lineup. Send them to me. I'll put them in the comments so people can kind of roast us or tell us how stupid we are, and that'll be fun. Hey, are we putting five dollars on it for the fantasy? I mean, I'm down. Five yeah. five Venmo dollars. Five Venmo dollars. I got you. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, appreciate you coming on and joining us, Jimmy. This was a, a good time talking over the brackets and you know some of our picks. I'll be interested. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's do it again. Yeah. Are you back for uh, Olympic trials? Sounds good. Oh, absolutely. There we go. All right. Yeah. It's date. All right. That's all for episode 27. Thanks again. Peace. Peace out.